God is gracious, and he did send Jesus to live, die, and rise again on the third day for you. And because of Jesus and what he has done for all of us, we can say that our sins are forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. Amen. I will, I'm going to invite you to have a seat for our, our first reading. Um, we, we spent a couple of days in the Old Testament and then kind of moved into the New Testament as we went. And here is, here's one of the first couple of days. It's a story about Elijah that comes from 1 Kings. And Elijah is, uh, is in the midst of a drought that, that God has caused, and he is trying to find some help. And he sees a widow, and he asks her for a drink of water. And that's where we pick up the story. And she was going to get it, he called, and bring me, please, a piece of bread. As surely as the Lord your God lives, she replied, I don't have any bread. Only a handful of flour in a jar and a little olive oil in a jug. I'm gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Go home and do as you have said, but first make a small loaf of bread for me and what you have and bring it to me and then make something for yourself and your son for this is what the lord the god of israel says the jar of flour will not be used up and the jug of oil will not run dry until the day the lord sends rain in the land she went away and did as elijah had told her so there was food every day for elijah and for the woman and her family for the jar of flour is not used up and the jug of oil did not run dry in keeping with his word the lord spoken to elijah you see, one of the things that, that we talked about is how good God is. And we realize that in this story, this woman, this widow, is fallen on hard times, right? And we all have hard days. And sometimes we forget that in the simple things, we can thank God for his goodness. And this widow is is taking just a little bit of flour and she's taking a little bit of oil and she's beginning to make her last meal that, that God has forsaken her. And here comes Elijah saying, no, no, no. Go, go and make, make some bread. Do what you were going to do. But, but first, know that God provides because you're not alone. And that's the message to the widow was Lord is with you where you're at as you're making that bread. And he's with us as well. That's a, a message that we can kind of think on and, and meditate on is that this, if God could take care of this widow in a drought so long ago, and he is with her through the words and actions of Elijah, he's with us as well. He's with us as well. And we know that because of Jesus and what he has done for us. And so, as we read the story about making bread, we know that God was there and God is here and he is good. And so we have some friends who are going to sing about how great and how good God is. Oh, nope, I did it again. Look at that. We're going to have all the kids come up, and we're going to sing that way.
Our second reading is uh, another story that we covered in VBS, and that, that's a story of Daniel. And oftentimes when we think of Daniel, we think of the lion's den and how God rescued him from that hard time. But our story actually comes from Daniel 1, as Daniel is uh, integrating into a new city because he's been held captive. And here's where our story takes off. Now, God had caused an official to show favor and compassion to Daniel. But the official told Daniel, I'm afraid of my Lord, the king who has assigned your food and drink. Why should he see you looking worse than the other young men your age? And the king would then have my head because of you. Because Daniel had asked just to eat some vegetables and not what the king was offering. Daniel then said to the guard, whom the chief official had appointed to Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, if you will. Please test your servants for 10 days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then compare the, your, our appearance with that of the young men who eat the royal food and treat your servants in accordance with what you see. So he agreed and to this and tested them for 10 days. And at the end of the 10 days, they looked healthier and better nourished than any of the young men who ate the royal food. So the guard took away their choice food and wine, and they drank to drink and gave them vegetables instead. You see, Daniel was, was again, someone who was facing a hard time. He, he was put into a new place, in a new setting, and he didn't really know what was going on. But he knew one thing. He knew that God was there for him. And he knew that if he clung to God's word and he listened to what God had to say, that, that he'd make it through. Because he wasn't alone either, just like the widow wasn't alone. And so, so Daniel, instead of going and eating a lot of stuff that had been sacrificed to other gods, says, no, I, I, want, I want to keep myself pure. I want to listen to what God has to say and what he's told me. And so he... He eats vegetables. That's it for 10 days. Vegetables and water, right? I think I would get a little hungry if that's all I ate for 10 days. But they, they made it through. And this story is a story about how God cares for his people. And sometimes it's in unusual ways. We don't actually see it happening until we're on the other side of it. But through time, we see time and time again that stories like Daniel and the vegetables point us forward. They point us to God's goodness and that he does care for each and every one of us and that God is great. And now we have some friends, uh, some friends. This is the Good News Puppets, and they are going to share with us a song about how great God is. And our our final reading uh, comes from Matthew chapter 6. And here we see Jesus uh, speaking to a large crowd on a hill. And he's giving a sermon. And questions are being asked. And someone uh, in that uh, asked about prayer. And this is, this is where he goes. This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Give us today our daily bread. And this was the whole theme of the food truck party. 
uh, give us our daily bread. Because here's what we know. We know that, that God cares, and God provides, and God loves. And so we know that he's given us stuff that we need for life. And our daily bread, we, we talked about that stuff, how we, how we need food. We, we need things like bread. We need oxygen. We need all kinds of things like shelter. But most of all, most of all, as we look at the world around us, we know that, that sometimes we have hard days, right? Sometimes things happen and we aren't sure what comes next. And sometimes we need to start over. We need to redo. And, and in that, sometimes we feel alone. But as we pray this, the Lord's Prayer and our daily bread, it is about the stuff that we need here and now to nourish our bodies, to breathe in clean air, to have shelter. But it's also about what God has done for us. And Jesus is pointing us here to his love and his forgiveness. So that we can say that in those hard days, we're not alone. And so as we, as we ended VBS, we, we gave the kids some things to say back and forth with me. And I, I want to do that with you uh, now, because I think it's really important for all of us, whether we're 94 or we're uh, four months old, to know these things. The first thing is that you, you are loved. So on the count of three, will you say, I am loved with me? One, two, three. You are forgiven. And so on the count of three, will you say that I am forgiven? One, two, three. And I have hope is the third thing. And on the count of three, I have hope. One, two, three. Because of Jesus. Because of Jesus, you can claim those things. That you are loved. That you are forgiven. And there is hope for tomorrow. And, and if you've ever tried to explain hope to a kindergartner, you, you know that it's this thing that's kind of nebulous. It's, it's really hard to kind of grab a hold of. But this is how we talked about it. We talked about it in this way. Uh, if you've ever had that bad day that comes every once in a while, and when you went to sleep, you said, you know what, tomorrow's going to be better. Tomorrow's going to be better. Then you had hope for tomorrow. But this hope that we're talking about isn't just about tomorrow. It's about spending eternity with Jesus. And we can do that because of what he's done for us. And so we take those sayings, those things home, and we say, yes, we, we can get behind this. We know that he's here with us. We're not alone. And so we can claim those. I am loved. I am forgiven. And I have hope because of Jesus. And as a church, we, we claim that, right? As, as a church universal here, here, if you're here, or if you're an Emmanuel member, or if you're from a, a different church, we're a creedal church, which means that we stand together with other churches who say the same creeds that we do that have been said over time. And we join together in a voice to say, here's, here's some of what we believe about Jesus. And so I'm going to invite you to stand now, and we're going to say the Apostles' Creed together. As we, 
as we continue to even know that God is here with us now.